is up, everybody? It is the Altered State Podcast. It's episode 105. I like those round numbers. I like when we hit a number like like 105. It just feels like, ooh. It's not a landmark, but it feels a little that's, landmarky. That's that's a big number. And I don't care what kind of uh, podcast genre you're doing. That's a lot of episodes. 105 feels good. That's right. That's right. We get to go to 105 because of things like Hawkeye and Spider-Man. Oh, you see that? See what I did there? That's a that's a beautiful segue. It's like, it's almost yeah. as if you've done this 104 previous times. Almost. To, almost. to to feel, you know, right in the sweet spot. Who were we talking about with uh is that proper English? That's Who not proper. Who were we talking with about? Yes, um like starting podcasts and stuff. And when we first started our podcast, we, obviously we didn't know each other oh, as well. Oh, my cousin. And we tried to have like okay, we're going to do this format. Yeah. It's going to be this. And not necessarily scripted, but we kind of knew what we were yeah, going to ask each other and things like that. And it just didn't work. It wasn't, well, didn't, it didn't work. It was just much different. But it, all, it was much <laughs> different, but I also feel like it was super necessary. It's like, like, oh, we for didn't us. fucking know each other. Totally. It's so right. weird. Right. Now we own a business. Right. It's weird to look back as like, you're one of my best friends. You're like family to me. Right. But when we started this, we didn't like. That's I remember right. weirdly coming over to your house with a six pack. Like, hey, is this cool, man? Is this all right? <laughs> this yep. seems easy. Yep. Shellman was there. I'm sure half of it was as a buffer because you were like, "This weird dude's coming over to my house. Can you come hang out too?" <laughs> Honestly, I think we originally wanted like four dudes, and then I said, "That's yeah. all we could." Shellman showed up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh, anyways, so. Before we hop into the uh, the soup du jour, yes. Um, what is that? The soup of the day. It's mm, whiskey. That sounds good. I'll have that. Um, before we hop into it, we did see Spider Man on Thursday night. Um, we are going to talk about it a shitload. Um, and I feel like the world has at large done a really good job of keeping spoilers away. I would agree. And I, while we're going to talk about it, I want to respect that. So if you have not seen it, please, please, please tune out. Yes. I know it feels weird to say, don't listen to my show that I'm working on, but uh, come back. do yourself the favor. Come back. Yes. Yeah. Come back and have this conversation with us after you've seen oh, that's it. That's right. Because it is really fucking fun. Yes. It's, it's fun. It's upsetting. Oh, it's a bummer on some levels. It is, but it's. I mean, as a in a great, in a great way. Um, but man, what a what a ride! I would say each of those performers <clears throat> also like really fucking elevated in a way that I didn't know that they had. Yeah. Him. Like I don't, yeah. I didn't know enough about Zendaya or Tom Holland or that dude that plays Ned. Yeah. Um. So uh, like, like I knew they were. Clearly, they're working actors sure, who do well. Sure, but like I didn't, I didn't know if I could expect them to deliver uh, in in the heartfelt ways that right. they did on this. Right, um, and they fucking showed up, man. She really got a chance. To, Zandaya shined. Oh the, yeah, she showed her more, much more of an acting range than just like the brooding teenager. Who yeah, she kind of that's just all she called called for her her character to be thus far. But uh, yeah. She was great. She was the heart and soul. Ned was great. Can't wait to see what they do with Ned going forward. Oh. That's going to be fun. Maybe that's why he's getting in shape. Right. You well, know? that's what... I mean, we've finally maybe, confirmed maybe his last name is Leeds. Maybe that's why like, he's bald, too. Like, yeah. We know there is... There is a very real possibility we've got... Yep. We've got a hobgoblin here. This is true. This is true. Um, But, like... It, 
it's impossible to even think about where to start because this whole movie just felt like a fucking buffet of things that I love. Yeah, yeah. Did you see Aunt May coming? No. I didn't see that coming either. It, it, it was funny. I was thinking about this. Like, So the end of the movie, everyone's forgotten who Peter Parker is. Mm-hmm. Um, not just forgotten that he's Spider-Man. They've forgotten that this he person exists. exists. Right. Um, and Aunt May is now dead. Yes. So Peter Parker is by himself struggling to pay the rent, mm-hmm. struggling to get by. And for the first time since Tom Holland's been Spider-Man, he's actually kind of Spider-Man. Right. Like where this movie ends right. is usually where the Spider-Man journey picks up. Totally. Yes. Like with your tragic, you know, Ben dying thing. And, right. right. You're great. Yeah. And no one knowing who he is. And right. like, the version of Spider-Man that we've gotten for the last, right, since the MCU has always been pretty fucking loosey-goosey with the, with the secret identity. Yeah. And, I mean, he's had the, the, the classic, like, Peter Parker teen angst issues, but hasn't had the, like, totally fucked over like Peter Parker always is sure. place. Right. And how this this movie finally it's like it ends at the beginning, right? Almost. Right. And I didn't really put that together until after I saw that ending. And I was yeah. like, oh, this this feels heartbreakingly familiar. Sure. sure. And it wasn't until well, I, I saw that I was like, oh yeah, because this is where his journey always begins. Right. Cause you know, that combined with the Venom thing, mm-hmm. you know, um We now have a symbiote in right, the MCU. Right. Um and I feel like now he's going to go to work for the Daily Bugle. Totally. Um, taking pictures of Spider-Man. He has to. Trying to yeah. make Spider-Man look good. Can J. Jonah Jameson is still going to shit all over him like he's a terror. Yeah. Which is he's great at. Um, and yeah. In, let me ask you this. Do you have any interest in seeing what the other Spider-Men are doing back in their universe when they get back? Yes and no. Okay. I'm just, um, I feel like they kind of left it open for the chance to do another. Totally. One I, of those. I think they they opened the door. Yeah. And I also thought Andrew Garfield's character, not that he needed redemption, but in a weird way, got some. I don't know. You know, that's the Spider-Man that people shit on when they shit on the the movies for the most part is. The Amazing Spider-Man, and, and more it, than Tobey Maguire. I would agree, um, and I, and I would I just also thought agree he got, that it's unwarranted. Uh, totally, yes. And I'm just saying, I think he got more of a chance to shine. He was, to me, especially when you're next to Tom Holland and you're funnier than him. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he was good. Well, I I think the the issue that I would have had, not would have, the issue I did have with Andrew Garfield was not. Actually, with Andrew Garfield, it was with the writing. Of course. And the same, like, I think Tobey Maguire was an incredible Peter Parker, not a great Spider-Man. Fair enough. I think Andrew Garfield is a great Spider-Man, not a great Peter Parker. Okay. Like, he always hit me as just, like, too confident and too cool. Yeah. Um, which, again, not, that is not at all an assessment of, like, fuck Andrew Garfield. That's totally. just, that's the direction that they went with the character. Right. Didn't align with me. And I feel like Tom Holland was the first one to, like, do both well. 
Sure. Because, like, there was a lot of, <laughs> when Tobey Maguire would, like, try to be quippy like Spider-Man when he's behind the mask, it's like, ah, I yeah. don't buy this. Yeah. But his Peter Parker, I bought yep. for fucking days. I loved um, when they kept telling him how good he was. No, man, you're amazing. You're, yeah. You know, that made me laugh like a motherfucker. I love that. Uh, <laughs> say it. Say it. Say you're yeah. amazing. <laughs> I'm amazing. Um, I loved, like, the... Uh, Kind of like the little tribute to the Spider-Man meme, where they're kind of yeah, pointing, at all pointing at each other. Yeah, pointing at each other. That's pretty fun. Yeah, I mean they didn't really, you know, but it was just great. It was great. Uh, and then they do things that just make you cry, like the Aunt May thing, oh. or I saying look, goodbye to everybody and right. go, going back to the diner, that kind of stuff. Oh, that you know, diner scene was rough. Was gut wrenching. Yep. but it was like really, really beautifully done. Yeah, yep. And I just, I cannot wait. To see where they go with this now. Because yep. I think we're already, like, now we're beautifully geared up to bring in, like, Gwen Stacy as a romantic lead. Right. You can, st- you can, you can so do you everything can, new. You can create right. interesting things there. Right. You can, uh, like you said, you can have Peter Parker be a photographer for the Daily Bugle. Like, the classic Peter Parker that we've ever wanted. Right. Um, now, you have that symbiote, and you have a jilted Peter Parker, so you can go right into yes um like black suit spider-man in a yep. really fucking cool and organic way absolutely um like i i loved that when they brought back the old villains they all got to redeem themselves sure including green goblin being a genuine supervillain. yes like yes. by redeem themselves i don't mean they all became good guys right i mean like they got to redeem those characters. Like I feel like Doc Ock was played fucking perfectly. He killed it. I loved that Jamie Foxx got to be yep. a real version of Electro. Yep. Um, I, Thomas Hayden Church's Sandman still just yep. was kind of whatever to me, yeah. like he was the third time. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, but like seeing Green Goblin straight up just still be like. Fuck you! I'm a fucking bad guy. Right. I am the baddest guy. Uh, um, I loved and, and Jamie Foxx was great. Um, I loved that line when he was when he sees Spider-Man with his, with his hood off and he's like, "Oh man, you know Brooklyn. I thought you would be black." Right. <laughs> Just, it's like, oh, there's got to be a black Spider-Man out there somewhere, right? Right. That's we got awesome. that, that little Miles oh, Morales push. Love it. I love like, it. Oh yeah. Oh. I yeah. love it. Yeah. I mean, it was <sighs> Kevin Feige. What a guy. He, and he cracked the code. Like, Put, I I want to mm. get back into it. Like, fucking tomorrow. Like, I want to right. go see that movie so badly. Yep, yep. And it was a longer movie, but it didn't feel long. It didn't drag. No. It, every second was needed in that movie. Paced you know what I mean? Yeah. perfectly. Yeah. Um, and, like, lest we not forget, we got fucking Matt Murdock. Absolutely. Oh. Yep, yep. And that just... In the same week we got Kingpin. In the same week we got Kingpin. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I can't wait to see how... Uh, how they treat King uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. In now, this, with Hawkeye, this is Hawkeye. the last episode coming up, correct? Correct. Okay, I thought they only got it six. It is over on Wednesday. Okay, okay. Woo, it's going to be fun. It's so, going to be fun. Here's, here's a fun thing to think about, Brandon. The next time we sit and talk for a podcast, we get to talk about the finale of Hawkeye and the first episode of Book of Boba Fett. Yes, yes. And Matrix, and Matrix. Resurrection. Yes. Yep. I keep I keep sleeping on Matrix. I know. It, well, it's, it's, it's what they want you to do. 
because you're in the yeah, Matrix. I don't think it is. <laughs> I think Warner Brothers. Not the movie producers. I mean right. the actual Matrix. I think Warner Brothers would probably rather be like, fuck, yeah. why is Spider-Man doing so well? We're fucked. It's, it's going to be a hard thing to compete against. Oh. I, well, and uh, yeah, I said it to you when we went to the theater. There was something so cool about being in a full theater again. And people were cheering, not just that. People were like... Right. It, it Like, everything about it right. felt like... I mean, you see Matt Murdock within back. like 10 minutes of the, the movie. Oh, yeah. It's, and people it's were... And everyone's like, yeah! yeah! Right. Right. Yep. People were cheering as soon as, you know, Ned opens the portal, and they're like, Peter, Peter! And oh. here comes... Oh, everybody, everybody's like, oh, it's Toby! And then Andrew Garfield, oh, shit! You know? And, yeah. Oh. Like, it was just... It was pretty cool. It was pitch perfect, man. And, uh, it was great. It was great, man. Um, yeah, I want I want to go back and see it too, um, which I'm sure we both will. So yeah, maybe uh, we just close the shop today and just go. Right let's go now. see it. Yeah, yeah. Let's like, go see it a couple times. Sorry, son. Uh, comic shops closed on account of Spider Man. Right. Back in two hours and twenty three minutes. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, I'm trying. I mean, I don't want to just sit here and just talk about my favorite parts of the movie, but that scene at the end with Happy too. Oh, when they're staying at the grave. Yeah, man. Oh, I met, I met him through Spider-Man. Well, not only that, but now Peter can't even like grieve Tony anymore and stuff like right. that. Or he can, but not. We can't talk about it with anybody because yeah, you know, because happy to say, oh, I lost a friend. Like, you know, oh, fuck, man. Peter wanted to be like, yeah, mm. <laughs> it was. Ugh. It's rough. It's rough, but uh, at the same time, amazing. He saved the world. Pretty cool. He, he did Spider-Man things. He spider man real hard. Yep. Yep. He Spider-Man the shit out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, it gets two thumbs up. Yeah. That's, that's what you're here for is all, two thumbs up. All those thumbs. The Cisco and Ebola approval. Well, it, it was just like, for a movie that had so much fucking hype, for it to be able to deliver was, was, was incredible. Like, totally. That is a hard thing to do. Like, Endgame did. Endgame was able to deliver... On all the hype, sure. which is awesome. Yep. But to see it again was just like, holy shit, like, you, you fucking did it. You, you nailed know, it. They, they nailed it, and it wasn't even a... I mean, it wrapped up that little trilogy, I guess, but it's still... It's not like it's the end. Right. Oh, it's it, like, oh, shit. There's right. A- it's, like I said, it ended at the beginning. Right. It somehow... They somehow backdoor gave us three Spider-Man movies to get to Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, wh- yeah. what we are left with is the traditional beginning of Spider-Man that we usually think about. Yep. And how how cool is that? Yep. And, I like, I, that thought genuinely never even crossed my... I never bumped into that. Sure. Until the end. Sure. And then it just, like, washed over me. Like, yeah. oh, holy shit. It also, I was thinking, of, I don't know if this, I'm sure it did on some level, came into play with the Marvel execs. Now that no one knows who Spider-Man is in the Marvel Universe, we don't need you <laughs> unless you want to play ball. You know what I'm saying? Right. We, um, can, we can get out of this very fucking We don't even have now. to reference you ever again because no one knows your name. Yep. Um, this is very easy. Uh, way to go, Kevin. I mean, <laughs> not only you make it a great ultimate script, power but God Ult- damn. What a great, yes, ultimate what a power Great move. business decision as well. Because, you know, I, I, once again, I don't know if that came into play, but... Had to come into play, right? But also, if you're Sony, what a fucking win. Because now, like you said, if they wanted to, they could just go make another Andrew Garfield movie yes. that's not connected to the MCU, and people would be excited about it again. Agree 100%. Right. Which, like, that's not a thing they could have done before. Nope. Right. 
But now they they totally could Absolutely. if they wanted to. Absolutely. They could do a weird fucking uh, Tobey Maguire old ass Spider Man movie if right. they wanted. That's to. That's what I'm saying, right? They yeah. could do those things. Yep. And it would, or like they could. We've never seen Old Man Spider Man, right? Or they could throw that shit into Venom if they want oh, sure. to, or into yeah. Morbius. Like, yeah, because obviously they're going to do more Venom stuff. Like they right. can play, they can play off that as Sony yep. in a way that they never could have before. Yep. So yeah, it's it a, really helps it's them a both. Win-win. It does. It does. And what's good for one is good for all. In the end, you know, if you're watching the Spider Man movies, you're watching the minor, the Marvel movies. I mean, you just yeah. Well, and like. What's what's good for them is good for us yep. as fans. Like, yeah. I just want more content. Yep. I mean, what would ultimately be the best is if Sony just sold the rights back to Disney, which will never happen. Not now. Oh it, no, it'll not. Like I, I at this point, the only way you Marvel buy Sony, right? Yeah. The only can. the yeah. only way Disney buying Sony is the only right. way. Right. That they would ever get those rights back. They will not which, sell them straight up. Which seems insane, but at the same time. Yeah. They bought Fox. Exactly. <laughs> like, They're buying everything else. So. Buying Fox seemed crazier to me than buying Sony. Right. What, what the fuck does Sony own? Right. Except for Spider-Man. Like, Fox owned a bunch of property. Fox yeah. Fox was definitely more expensive oh, than sure. Sony Studios would sure. be. Sure. Yep. Yep. Sony's still out here trying to make shitty car stereos. Remember when that was like the best thing ever? Get the Sony. Let's get let's get Sony. <laughs> Once upon a time. Yep. Yep. I remember having a Sony surround sound system in my room in high school. I bought it on Black Friday sale at Best Buy. My first uh, uh was it a what's the Discman? Disc, oh yeah. My first Discman was a Sony. Yeah. Fuck yeah. No, I, I had a Walkman too. I think that was probably a Sony. Oh yeah. I well, that, well Walkman. Walkman. It had is, to be. Is, yeah. 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 I had the Discman. I remember it was navy blue, and it was like, this was probably like 99, 2000, and it had like the weird, like, futuristic looking Sony. Yeah. When they were trying to do that rebrand. Yeah. That just didn't fucking work. Yep. Yep. But I can see that shit clear as day in my head. Yep. Says it has the anti-skip protect- protection, which is just the biggest crock of shit yeah, of all time. Yeah, there was no such thing. No such thing. Terrible. Bumps. Um. So Hawkeye. Yeah, that happened as well. And so, like, so we said, yes, we we end it with getting our our Vincent D'Onofrio reveal, yes. which I loved. So it was great. But let's not gloss over how fucking fun and wonderful that Florence Pugh scene was. Yeah. in the in the apartment. Yeah, yeah, she uh, she killed it with that little I mean, monologue, but whatever yeah, you want to call that. Her, yeah, that that whole back and forth. Yep. Here's an interesting question. So. I think throughout this whole series so far, they've certainly done foreshadowing that both Jack Duquesne and Eleanor Bishop are not fucking tight people. Sure. Um, them being baddies, not a thought. But, so we know Jack Duquesne from the comics is the swordsman, who's sometimes good guy, sometimes bad guy, whatever. And I thought they were playing it up for them to ultimately be villains. Mm-hmm. The way that Eleanor turned coat on Jack yeah. makes me wonder, is he a straight-up patsy? Is he actually not a bad guy and just a fucking idiot? And Eleanor was really the bad guy all along? Like, 
I, I, yeah. I, in my head at first, all, all the way up until his arrest, right? I was thinking like, okay, they are working, they are in cahoots, sure, as bad, and I still think that's very much possibility. Me too. Me too. I but think I think it was off for show for the daughter. It could have something about the arrest just made me feel like, is this due to Patsy? Which I think would be fucking fun. I, I don't think so. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, because he did wait. Did he kill his dad? No, we don't know. He was killed with Ronan's sword, but Eleanor could have done that's that. Right, that's right. That's right. Yeah. That yeah. Easily been Eleanor. Yeah. There's all sorts about that. It's just like, hmm. And I'm not sure. I, no, I, I guess, it's, it's I'm not question. sure what I think, but right. there was, it just started to hit me a little bit like, ooh. That's a good question. That, that would be a fun twist yeah. for me. Because yeah. like Eleanor being being a villain, I don't think was a twist. I think... You know, if, if you've watched enough TV in your yeah, life, it was yeah. like, oh, they foreshadowed yeah. that well sure, enough. Sure. Like, and I think I think they'll play it up to where she had no choice. Once your father was gone, I had to get. Sure, in, I had to. I, uh, this is what I had to do to yeah keep you safe or what you know. Sure, that, that, old, that old thing. They'll give her some sort of right sob story right. that that right. makes it right. You know, at least not like she's just a total piece of shit. Totally, totally. Which I don't know if that'll be real or not, but yeah. I don't, I don't know with with him. Uh, I, I I've been confused about his character the whole time. I really don't know what the fuck he is. Yeah. Um. Or what he's supposed to be. It's weird because I didn't read a lot of Hawkeye, but from what I read and what I've kind of remember, um, you know, at one point wasn't he like even Hawkeye's mentor? Yes. Like, didn't he train him he and things like him that? Sword, and swordsmith. Uh, and I don't obviously I don't think that's going down that road, or they would have kind of touched on that already, but. Uh, I don't know if they're just going to go full on bad guy with him or just. That's, I think I just have rich a feeling, douchebag. Right. I know? think he's just going to be rich douchebag. Yeah. Or maybe he's idiot used, Patsy. Right. Maybe he. Maybe he was a tool for his uncle, right. and now he's a tool for his fiance. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Everybody, everybody needs a tool. Everybody needs a tool, and he yep. seems like an all-purpose tool. He's a multi-tool. Real, real Swiss Army knife. That guy is. <laughs> Where's his accent? I guess it's not Swiss. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyways, but uh, they also, they threw out there, um, that Kingpin put the hit on Echo's dad. Sure. So this creates a whole nother thing for me. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The Ronin that we met was killing the criminal underworld. Right. But was also working for Kingpin. Right. Right, that's a kind of a weird. There's a whole. There's well, he just said he was tipped off. He didn't really say he was working for him. He was tipped off that so and so would be there that night. Isn't that what he said? Yeah, but but I, I'm I'm with you. I'm with. I you. don't know. There's something there that's yeah. like, hmm. Yeah. I am. Yeah. And honestly, you know, I'm deeply intrigued. The fact that he referred to him as the big man. Uh huh. Which you know, I I know they refer to him, but at the same time, in this world, we haven't been introduced to Kingpin. So right. if if to me Hawkeye says I don't want the big man to get involved, I'm thinking Sam Jackson. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So when he says the big man, like you say, maybe he was working for him at one point, or yeah, I don't know, I don't know. And his wife knows who the fuck that is right away. Yeah, I mean, so she was working for him. Like I'm just saying, she. I can't wait to see what they do with yes, Linda Cardinelli. It's gonna be cool. It's gonna be cool. She's got to have a major play, major play. She, and like in this finale here, and she is very oddly calm with. The Ronin stuff. Right. Like, eh, do what you got to do. Right. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, so now that we're going into this finale, 
it's really just got to be launching off other things. So sure. obviously it's launching us getting more Kate Bishop stories, but this has got to be launching more Clint and his wife stories. You would think. Yeah. And like I coming into this, I was totally convinced this was going to be our bookend on Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Yeah. I don't and think so. I, now I, I can't imagine. So, like yeah. there's, there is zero chance to me that you can do that in a satisfactory way with one episode remaining. Unless they just kill him. <sighs> but that's not satisfactory. Like, well, no, but everything this dude's been through, you cannot kill him now. You wouldn't think so. You cannot. You wouldn't like, think it's so. Just yeah. Then that does kind of make Natasha's death right worthless. Right. So I, I, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's unacceptable. Yeah. yeah. So if you can't kill him. You certainly can't wrap up his story now yeah. in one episode. Yeah. Like, I think if this was an eight-episode series and you could start to wind it down, sure. But I, well, it's, I, maybe I don't it's, think it just sets can. him up to, you know, pop into the other spots where, where he's right. and, and, and stuff. And so. that's fine. But, like, right. you, you have to be creating a bigger role for Linda Cardinelli now. Yeah. Because we still don't have resolution exactly on that Rolex. Right. Like... Right. At this point, it's I mean, it's definitely hers. You would think so. It's got to be. Yeah. But like, so there there's stuff there. Yeah. That needs to get unpacked and resolved. And I think we've gotten so many teases of her being a badass, without having seen it. Yeah. That now, if we don't see her being a badass, it just doesn't yeah, work. It's a letdown. Yep. Right. You're right. But I also think Clint's got to get home for Christmas, right? I mean, yes. You're not going to have a Disney Plus show right. that Clint dies on Christmas right. on the way to see his kid. He's making it. Yes, yes. And if he's making it, then his wife's still there. So right. she's not coming out to save him. Unless his kid thinks someone's breaking in the house and she puts a bow in him. No, that won't happen. That won't happen. <laughs> it ends with some patricide. That's right. That's right. Mom, I killed Santa. Oh, shit, it's dead. Fuck. Um... Yeah, these bow and arrows are dangerous. You, you know, I've heard such things. Yeah, yeah. They could even shoot your eye that's, out. That's, that's, that's the rumor. What, um, let's see, what else do I have on Kingpin? I feel like I was going to say something else. Um, any chance we see Matt Murdock? I was, I was thinking about that. After we get his little tease in, uh, in Spider-Man, I... Do you think there's a possibility or a reference? Maybe not seeing him. That's on what I, I feel like. The reference is more likely. Okay, just because, like, I mean, unless you're setting up a big fight with Kingpin, which I don't think you are, I just mean, because yeah. I, I don't think there's enough time. Right. Like, if we just saw, you haven't him, really introduced him yet. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like Kingpin in this show is more like. Seeing Thanos at the end of Avengers yeah, 1. Like, yeah. you've got the big bad, but you're not actually fucking with that right, dude right now. Right. Like, I feel like this ending has got to be a resolution with Eleanor and Jack and a resolution with Yelena. Sure. Um, and Echo, for that matter. Like, eh, I don't know if you have to resolute, just because the show is coming. I, I don't think you have to fully resolve her, but you have to... You have to make it so that you have to make it clear that she's no longer interested in killing Clint that, or his family. Sure. So I, you I need a, that, at yeah. least a small bit of resolution right. there. Right. Um, and then you need somehow to, sh- to get Yelena to also not want to kill right. Clint. Right. So that need that conversation needs to happen. I was saying, does she on does she save him? Is that how the 
Oh, does Yelena save Clint to... Right. Oh, you that know, would be poetic. Like, they're in the room at the same time, and, you know, yeah. someone has the Ronin storage, or, or she busts it. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Stops someone else with the Ronin storage. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. I see that. Because obviously with that... Uh, that fucking works. That talk with her... It's not her brother. What, who was that... Um, he was kind of he was he was at the, he was supposed to be there the night that her dad was killed. Oh was yeah, the the second in command. second in command guy. Obviously, yeah, he's the he's the he's the turncoat. Yes. So, and and that is for sure. I think going to become the core of the Echo series. Sure. Um, but I also don't think that was enough for her to completely walk away from this. Okay. Okay. So I think she's got to show up and be. She's got. She's still got a role to play in this. Okay. Okay. But I, I don't know. Is she, now, I just I feel like I've taken in so much t- this week as mm-hmm. far as that stuff goes. Is she head of the tracksuit mafia or just a part of? She is. She is the head of. Okay, that. that's what I thought. Okay, yeah. Okay, just making sure. I'm just making sure I got everything correct in my head when I'm of that of that branch of Kingpin's operation. Right. She's the chief. Okay. Op- she's the she's the CEO, and she refers to him as uncle. Correct. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Just making sure I have it all. Set in my head. So clearly, I think Kingpin's going to be the villain of her show. Of course. Um, so this one is going to be all about Kate reconciling what she needs to or learning what she needs to about her mom and Jack. And then they, I think they are still our core big bads of this, of this season of this show. Um, so whatever it comes down to, whether it's, Eleanor is trying to kill Clint or Elaine is trying to kill like all of that's going to get resolved. And then I could see like the end of the episode being like, you know, we get like a tight shot of Vincent D'Onofrio at his desk, like sure. getting the news that yeah. Eleanor was yeah. killed or that Clint won or whatever. Like it the may whole, be. I'll do it myself thing. Yeah. 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 I can see that too. I can see that too. So I, like, I feel like that's is, is his desk. And as we pan out, he's in Avengers tower. Oh, how sick would that be? When they made the reference earlier that yeah. Tony sold it. Yep. I mean, someone like that had to buy it. Right. I mean, which is really um, um, Gwyneth Paltrow's fault. Oh, I mean, isn't everything? Uh, she, she was in charge before Tony uh, died. So what the fuck? Oh, uh, yeah. So. How dare you sell off his legacy? Probably sold it on Goop. What a turd. <laughs> um, Coldplay. <laughs> Hey, they got jams. Yeah, you know what? I, I shit on Coldplay, but that's like one of those bands I'll listen to by myself. You know, yeah. A couple of those. I'm all right with Coldplay. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay with, well, yeah. We'll, we'll move on. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, so I do think in that there is room for a Daredevil reference, but I don't think we actually see him. Do you think those are the only two Daredevil characters we get from the Netflix series? As no. far as, do you think we're getting... Um, uh, we're going to get foggy. Nice. I, 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 I don't understand how you... That I quite, could see him popping up in this more than quite, Matt Murdock. Quite frankly, my one disappointment of Spider-Man was that we didn't get foggy talking to Happy. Sure. That'd be cool. Like, John Favreau was the first person to play... Fo- like, John yeah. Favreau was Foggy Nelson in That's Ben right. Affleck's movie. That's right. Like, I forgot about that. I, like, that was a... Yeah. That was a little moment that I was like, oh, this would be fun. Like, yep. even if it's just like when Peter and Matt were in the interrogation room yeah. and it's like happy and foggy, you're both sitting in the waiting room or some right. shit. Right. And it's just like, yeah, yeah. just an introduction. Yep. Like, you know, 
Current Foggy leans over. Foggy Nelson. And Happy just says something like, I don't care. Right. You know, just like that little exchange, that would have been fun. For the sake of, again, for the deep cut fans who were like, I remember when John Favreau was Foggy Nelson. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, But yeah, I I do think we're going to get them for sure. I, I think, I think we'll get Jessica Jones and Luke Cage out of that era. Yeah, I can see that. I, I think that they well. will show up. They both they both did really well. Um, they were both they were both well put. To, I I think we don't get Punisher out of that. We don't get John Bernthal's Punisher. Yeah, because frankly, I just don't think he works in the Disney vision. Yeah, and John Bernthal has said a number of times, much like uh, what's his name, the guy who the guy who played him in the first movie. Um, I know you're talking about, I can't think of his name, but they were both like, I love this character so deeply. I will not be involved if he's not done correctly. Correctly. Yeah. And I think the harshness of Punisher just doesn't work in the MCU. That's fair. So I don't know that we get him back and I don't think there's a chance we get iron fist. At least not that version. Of no, it. Like I don't the, think they bring like, that character back for a long time. Right. And when they do it, like... Not when Shang-Chi's kicking ass. You don't need that, it. That's what's interesting to me is I don't know how... You're right. They don't need it. Right. But I do think he does work so well with Luke Cage. Does, sure. That maybe you yeah. don't get maybe you don't get Luke Cage either. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like if you... Well, the only, I think the only way you ever see an Iron Fist again is if they do a Defenders. And yeah. they just have him there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. But the, like, it just can't be that same version of Danny Rand. No, no. I don't even know if you, well, who can, it's not going to happen. If it does, it'd be a long, long time for an Iron Fist. And no one's clamoring for that anyway. Right. And like you said, especially with Shang-Chi right. having worked so well. Right. You've got your, your Kung Fu world right. locked in right now. And it's doing so well. Don't even. Right. They did it right. Right. It works. Right. Don't, right. don't even fuck with it. Yep. But yep. yeah, I think we're going to get, I, I think there is room for absolutely the core cast of the Daredevil show to come in. And I think there is 100% room for Jessica Jones and Luke Cage as a, as a partnership, as like, you know, they're fucking married in the comics and sure. shit. Like, yeah. I, I think there's certainly room for them to, to pop in and play, um, whether it's as bit parts or in a Disney plus series or wherever they seem to, wherever they are deemed best fits. Right. But I think I daredevil was the real get sure. out of that. Oh, you know, sure. like he, yeah. uh, he was the only real marquee character mm-hmm. out of all the ones they did on Netflix. And because he's the marquee character, he was the one that they did the best. Like he's the one they flushed out the most sure. and gave the most interesting stories and had the most interesting villain. So we are, I, I think we are for sure going to be seeing more of that world. And I couldn't be more delighted by it. Same here. Same here. Yeah. I'm excited for all that stuff, man. It's, um, it's a fun time to be alive. It is. And like now that I, it's, it's not, I don't think, I'm trying to think how to say this because I'm bad at words right now. Um, Marvel, more so than DC, the right hand is actually talking to the left hand. Sure. Um, And it is not a fluke to me that Marvel's big crossover 
crossover event is Devil's Reign. Right. Like, you are looking at a ton of Marvel books right now that just started a week ago highlighting Daredevil versus Kingpin. Yep. Yep. That is not a fluke to me. Like, Oh, absolutely not. You do that because that character is going to be getting more screen time. Like yeah. we are going to get we are going to get for the next 4 months a lot of Daredevil Kingpin yeah. stuff in in print. Yep. And then like that Devil's Reign issue 1 was fucking tight. Like yep. I can't wait to see where they go with it. But the fact that they are I can't think of another crossover event that Marvel Comics has done that has highlighted Daredevil. And I say that as a big time Daredevil fan. Of yeah. course, he's shown up in sure like Civil War stuff and all of the yeah. stuff. But this is the first one that I can recall. Yeah, that really he is at the center. Yeah, of. that's fair. Yeah, me either. Um, and that's one as a fucking huge Daredevil fan. I'm hyper geeked on that. Right. But also, as a fan of the movies, that's telling me something. It's like okay, this is. This is going to be relevant, right? Yep. They uh, and it's great. It's a great book so far. Yeah. So yep, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Obviously, they're like you said. They know what the other hand is doing, so they're working together. Right. Imagine that. Ima- idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, imagine having people that have dedicated their lives to right. these characters and know them inside and out, right. and then hiring them to work on your movie productions. Right. Imagine that. Meanwhile, DC is putting out like four Batman origin stories this year, and like every Batman book God. is DC versus vampires, or Batman reptilian, or you know yeah, what I mean? Like, like nothing he, remotely close to what they're doing on the screen. Or it's, yeah, like just looking up at the shelves right now, at 671 Big Ben, Altered State Comics. I was just going to do that. Um, like a, the DC content that is out on the shelves is what? 70% Bat Family? Shit's weak. Like, yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a few Superman stories, a few Wonder Woman stories, right. a Supergirl story. A couple Robin. But that's, it's Robin, it's Nightwing, it's yep. Joker, it's, yep. it's all Bat Family. Yep. Yep. Harley's up there, but yep. Yeah. Task Force Z. <laughs> Deathstroke. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good stuff. It's, it's, they're struggling. They're reaching. I feel like they're reaching. Right. DC is on this weird thing, I feel like, especially with their Batman stuff of where they're trying, trying too hard to make it dark. Yes. Like, just tell me a Batman story and take it where it needs to go. It uh-huh. doesn't have to always be bleak. And I don't, I don't, you know what I'm trying to say. For sure. It's, you know, it's just very, I don't know. I don't know. It's I, like, comics can be fun. Totally. Still. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, at the end of the day, this was a medium we fell in love with when we were kids. Right. Because it's, it's, like, just, it's cool. It doesn't need to be... I won't... I'm not going to get into, like, a comic book review again today, but, like, Soul Plumber. Uh-huh. I'm reading the third issue. It's crazy shit. People are demons and, you know, all kinds of... But it's funny, and it makes sense with where it's going, and it's not dark for the sake of being dark. Yeah. Some pages are dark. And the next page is the fucking daytime, and it's a normal. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't know. I seem like well, that's DC just this understanding. It's understanding your reader. That's true. It's like caring about your reader, right? <laughs> like so much of the Batman stuff has become so one-dimensional. Sure. And again, I love a story that has like a deep and interesting meaning and is actually taking me on a journey. But I also love a story that's just kind of a fun story. Right, right. And I feel like with Batman, every story 
has to mean so much. Right. And it's like, bro, I every movie doesn't have to be Oscar worthy. Right. Sometimes I want to sit down and watch Dumb and Dumber. That's right. That's right. You know? Yep. And I feel like Marvel gets that. Yep. Like I'll you know, I'll, I'll pick up an issue of Devil's Reign and man, it it's pretty heavy and it's got a lot of implications and they're really trying to tell an interesting story. But then I'll also pick up an issue of Kang. Right. <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah, man, I'm I'm romping through time trying to kill a different version of myself. Right. Like, all right. right. That's kind of fucking wild. Yep. Yep. And it, it's being it's as a as a publisher, it's being able to understand that and deliver on that. I would agree. About time to open the shop. Yeah, let's uh, let's shut her down. We'll open yep. the shop. Any of you that are listening today, if you want to go up to 671 Big Ben and talk to us about Spider-Man, we'll be sitting here uh, probably doing that for the next five hours. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And if you have not seen Spider-Man, tell me that when you walk in the door. Right. Otherwise, I, I I'm just going to... disclaimer. Gonna, everybody who walks in, if you're here for 30 seconds, I'm telling you about Aunt May. <laughs> this is your warning. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See ya. <laughs>